Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Home Energy Design. My name is Amanda Gates, and I thought I would do a nice little holiday show. We're just gonna be doing a rerun today of the art of gift giving. I actually recorded this show three or four years ago. I can't remember when I did it. Um, but I thought it was a great reminder of what the holidays are really about, no matter which holiday you celebrate, how you like to celebrate. And of course, this year is going to be a little bit different because we've been dealing with a weird year, uh, you know, with the pandemic and seeing things in a new perspective. So a lot of people will not be traveling this year. And just the overall climate of the year has been very different. And how we're going to be experiencing it uh, is going to look dramatically different from past years. But this has always been one of my favorite shows that I did, The Art of Gift Giving, because I think that, uh, you know, just the idea of the holidays has really been lost into consumerism. And I wrote about this uh, several years ago, and this was one of the chapters that I had put in the book. Um, I ended up not releasing this book because... Uh, a lot of the information I ended up uh, kind of repackaging and redoing in my new book, which God loving, it's going to come out next year, <laughs> but it's called Feng Shui for the Soul. And um, I realized that uh, the original book that I had put together, I had really come up with some really fantastic chapters, but there was still so much more that I wanted to say. And we had, my team and I, you know, kind of went back and forth on how to do this and how to put it all together. And we decided that um, instead of doing more of a field guide, which the original book was, I think, 175 pages, Feng Shui for the Soul is gonna be like 300 pages. <laughs> so it'll be double the size. But I think ultimately it will be better. And because I've also become a better writer, so ultimately I think it will be uh, better all around. But one of my favorite things that I always love to talk about is, of course, chi cultivation, kindness, compassion, uh, coming together, and uh, living in a way that is a true lifestyle of giving back to one another and, and understanding how we can serve one another. And I think in a lot of ways, we had gotten off track. We had turned the holidays into a consumerism type event and more about what we were getting and less about how we were giving back and, and doing for others. And just the celebration of our friends and family and neighbors and the gratitude that we hold for all of that. 
So this is a show that I uh, recorded a couple of years ago from my original book, Detoxing Feng Shui, uh, or Detoxing Clutter with Feng Shui is what it was called. And um, I just think it's a great reminder, especially in a year like this, because with so many people not traveling and uh, being forced to stay at home and not celebrate in a normal way and w the way that they're used to, I think it's a great reminder. Oh yeah, this is really about uh, family and um, how we should be giving. And that's, I shouldn't say should because <laughs> it makes it sound like an obligation, but I think it's a, a great reminder of how things used to be and, and getting back to basics. I've said that many times this year about getting back to basics and simplifying. Uh, this will be the last show that I put up for the year. I'm going to be taking next Friday off, obviously, because it's Christmas and I don't want to work. <laughs> I'm going to take the next two weeks off to read and putter and slow down a bit uh, and spend time with my friends. I won't be traveling, but I do have friends here in Nashville that um, I'm close with that we're being very cautious and, and you know, paying attention to the... Uh, pandemic and what's going on, but uh, definitely going to slow down quite a bit and just take some time for myself. I've got some fantastic shows that will be launching in January. So excited to share those with you. I think that you'll really enjoy those, but uh, don't forget if uh, we've got a lot of things that are up for offering right now. We've got uh, the workshop that Sharita Starr and I just recorded. Uh, feng Shui and Astrology to call in the new year 2021. Um, I've also got my new year, new energy packet, uh, the ceremonies that I do at the new year. I will keep that up. Um, it's ready to go. So if you purchase it, you'll get all that now, but that will be up. I'll probably keep that up until January 6th. And then I've also got uh, how to make more money with feng shui. Also, uh, that will be going live December 30th, I believe. So lots of really fantastic offerings. And if you're going to, um, you know, call in the new year and really start looking and paying attention to the energy in your own home and you'd like some assistance, I also offer online booking. So make sure you take a look at that. All right, without further ado. Again, this is a show that I recorded three or four years ago here on the podcast, and it's called The Art of Gift Giving. So it is a rerun. I don't know. I didn't go through and listen to the whole darn thing. I don't know if I have any offerings or anything. Just <laughs> don't uh, listen to any of that part because this is a rerun. It's a show that I recorded uh, a couple of years ago. I think I recorded it in 2016. Um, so, but the content itself is really, really good. So I hope all of you have a fantastic holiday. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the energy, the slowdown, the getting back to basics, eat really good food, drink really good wine and really enjoy yourself. All right, everyone. Happy holidays. In my opinion, the one that really counts? The art of what a holiday represents has been grossly lost. Gift giving in all forms has become a time of overconsumption and adding to our unreasonable clutter and surmounting uncontrollable debt. Most souls really feel obligated to give in large monetary ways. But listen, this, my friends, 
is not intentional. When it comes to gift giving, the goal shouldn't be to give the most extravagant gift away. It should be about enriching other people's lives, saving the planet, hey, maybe boosting your karma, and perhaps, just maybe, a time to gather and connect with those you love. Hey, hey, everyone. This is Amanda Gates. Welcome to Home Energy Design. Today, we're going to be talking about intentional gift giving, the art of what giving a true gift is all about. And don't think I'm stopping there. We're not only going to learn how to give a proper gift intentionally, but we're going to learn who should give a gift and, of course, how to receive a gift. Because I feel the art of gift giving has been truly lost. So today's podcast is brought to you by a chapter right out of my own book. This chapter is called The Art of Intentional Gift Giving. So why do we need to be intentional when it comes to our gift giving? Well, here's the thing. To me, intention is such a beautiful word. It resonates with so many things in our life that are good. Unfortunately, many of us have gotten off track and gotten lost along the way, distracted by shiny things that are nothing short of illusion. When it comes to feng shui, intention is a huge part of the equation. In order for feng shui to work properly, intention tells the universe what it is that you really want and then sets forth that vibration into action. Intention is what helps us navigate the universe's overall plan, our purpose, and allows us to have a love affair with the silence between the notes. It's not only setting forth your goals, but it teaches you to stretch, be mindful, slow down, hey, maybe be a little bit more thankful, and really live a life on purpose and with purpose instead of on autopilot. It's really about removing yourself from ritualistic habits that probably are not serving you and really teaching you how to live every damn moment with purpose. Why is it important to live like this? Because no matter what change is inevitable, so goes the course of life, right? As spiritual beings, we are here to grow and expand. So through intention, we can make that growth more meaningful. In the end, you might ask, why the hell does this matter? In this ever-changing world that has become so freaking careless and distracted with things that have little substance, intention is what helps us approach life with curiosity rather than negativity. It teaches us to forgive and have an attitude of gratitude and practice compassion for others and find friendship with imperfection. And here's the really cool thing that I love about our universe. When it comes to our intentions, you can start where you are. You can do it differently than everyone else and bring to it all of your insecurities and you can still succeed. Intention does not discriminate, but illuminates and empowers us to live our best life. And today, we are going to learn how to embody that when it comes to intentional gift giving. Are you ready? I am. 
I am so excited about doing this podcast today with y'all. Let's do it. The intention of this podcast, now that we have an understanding of what the hell intention is, right, is to put you in a feng shui state of mind when it comes to gift giving. Oh, yes, we can even apply feng shui. This, the idea behind this, is to look at it in a new way, to pursue flea markets, maybe handmade local mom and pops, antique shops, vintage stores, and scope out the perfect items for those that you love. And the cool thing about doing it this way is that it helps you avoid the hysteria, otherwise called the mall, and helps you spend more intentionally and splurge responsibly and avoiding purchases that are made out of pure panic rather than love. And I don't know about you, but I freaking hate them all. I hate it. I hate that everything is now made in China and everybody's always in a panic during the holidays. I avoid it at all costs. So approaching gift giving with intentionality, it boosts your chi, your energy, and helps you avoid scattered, frantic chi that, trust me, benefits no one. The purpose and intention of what we are doing today is to show you the true meaning behind a gift and creating a meaningful experience that lasts for everyone forever. I think it should also be said that a gift simply for the sake of the occasion is such a stupid one. Gifts are just that. They're a way to show appreciation and love towards someone that you really care about. If a gift is hard to come by or isn't perfect, then don't give a gift. It's that simple. Gifts are about finding the perfect item that will truly speak to someone and better their lives in some way. Giving someone something because it's their birthday or it's a holiday without care is just thoughtless. Only give if the item is perfect. And once practiced, this shows the other person that true thought was put into the item given and that you really thought it would bring them joy. It's almost like you train them. My friends all know this about me because they know that everything that I do is approached with intention. Everyone who knows me that receives a gift from me almost gets more joy out of the fact that they know that I labored over choosing the perfect item for them. Now, I realize that this is so counterculture for most folks. The thought of showing up empty-handed will come off as rude, or at least that's what a lot of people think. Ha, 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 ha. I strongly disagree with this. Giving clutter and being thoughtless and just wasting time and energy, that, my friends, is rude. Instead, make a handmade card or share an experience that will have a lasting effect. My hope, oh, my hope, is that after you listen to this podcast, you will look at gift giving in a whole new way. Perhaps it's quite Pollyanna of me, but I would love to see the day where everyone seeks out a meaningful gift through a vintage or antique shop or an amazing experience, rather than seeking out more new stuff stuff that no one needs. Let's get back to connecting to our true nature. One of my favorite, favorite quotes comes from Jim Carrey. The effect that you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Feng Shui is the art 
of living in balance with your surroundings so that you can achieve its greatest benefits. This is what aligns you with your true nature. This is what connects heaven and earth to you and provides you contentment. The goal of feng shui is to live a life of connection and purpose, meaning those who follow the feng shui principles will find the promise of health, wealth, and harmony. This is true contentment. Through qi, or cosmic breath, we become one with this almighty universe. Qi is the source where you can feel peace, abundance, and health. And when it's allowed to thrive, it accumulates and abounds in all areas of your life. And the best place to find this is through a connection with one another. And in my opinion, again, the one that counts, when it comes to the holidays, our archetypal element gets off balance and the negative shadow traits arise. You can see this when you see people experiencing impatience and anger and judgment, disappointment. It's gross. When it comes to gift giving, running around to buy the latest gadget or toy or thing in haste, that's not being thoughtful. You're simply buying a new thing that will lose consideration in a very short amount of time. And then it takes up valuable square footage in an already cluttered home. Do I sound preachy? I hope so. Because we all need to start living a more intentional life and stop doing things on autopilot just to keep up with the Joneses. Isn't that why we're all here? Not to live with the Joneses, but to live a purposeful life and to help each other in very meaningful ways. So what should gift giving be? When it comes to gift giving, look for new ways to make it inspiring and really, really enjoyable. To me, going to an antique shop or a vintage shop or even a flea market, oh my God, it is the most fulfilling thing. And I could never, ever experience that at a crowded department store. At these really cool little places that you can find, there you'll find one-of-a-kind treasures that are unique and special. I think it's also important to mention that it's not only about the item, but it's the process that goes into finding that item that really elevates your chi. Here's the thing. When it comes to gift giving, you need to look at new ways to make it inspiring and really fun. To me, going to those antique shops or vintage shops is like cooking in the kitchen with an upbeat attitude. It's driving delicious energy into that food, just like when you're excited about finding a gift for someone you're driving that energy into it. The ritual behind seeking out a gift and then discovering the perfect item is so enriching, plus it is so exciting. This is being thoughtful, and this is being mindful of the receiver plus Mama Earth because you're driving delicious energy into the entire process, the entire journey. Finding extraordinary treasures is built on pleasure. The hunt for finding something is half the fun. And the excitement of finding that rare, unique item, it's way more fulfilling than just finding some stupid item at the mall. I have so many pre-loved items in my home. There's Henry, 
The Handmade Piggy Bank. Oh my God, I love Henry. And I will never put money in Henry because the only way that I could access it is to break him. I can't even think of the thought. Then there's Fred, the quirky rooster pitcher, and Ophelia, the lopsided bunny. These are all items that I absolutely adore and they bring me so much joy. But here's the thing, they're one of a kind. There's no other items out there like it and they were all given as gifts. There is nothing I love more than starting a conversation about my beloved things. And trust me, trust me, there is no piggy bank at Macy's that could come close to making me feel how Henry does. So I know what you're thinking. Well, this is all great and dandy, but how do I do this? How do I shop intentionally and give a gift intentionally in this way? Well, hey, now is the time to really take advantage of these really awesome treasure troves. There's places like antique shops, consignment shops, vintage shops. Honestly, take advantage. I shudder to think what our antique stores and our vintage stores are going to look like in 50 years. They're just going to be junked up with shitty game consoles and really cheap clothing. And if Ikea furniture actually makes it and all the shit that's made from China actually makes it, I'll be completely surprised. We certainly will not have the same curiosity or marvel in the items with such superior quality and charm. We'll probably just complain about how cheap everything is if we could only realize that now as we're buying the cheap shit. Listen, buying antiques and vintage furniture and all kinds of neat little treasures is so much fun. I don't need much encouragement. You should try it. See what you think. What makes me incredibly sad is knowing that many of the items that are made today, right now, the shit that most of us or many of you are buying, it ends up in landfills. The time, effort, manufacturing process, freight, distribution, and all of the people that were involved in making that crap is all lost due to fast, cheap manufacturing processes. And it's just disregarded with little thought. And nobody is thinking in this way. You just think, oh, well, that really expensive couch, well, it's so expensive. It's made here in the U.S. and it's, you know, three times the cost of the one of I at Ikea. So I'm going to choose the one that's cheap. Listen, find inspiration where it matters and give with purpose. And most importantly, reuse, recycle, and repurpose. This enriches your life, but hey, in this day and age of mass production and mass marketing, it is increasingly hard to find real beauty, real quality, and originality. So when it comes to gift giving, ask yourself these questions. Is it an item that the recipient will love? Is it eccentric and unusual? How about this? Is it appropriate? Is it fun? Oh my gosh, I love getting weird, quirky things. Like Henry. Is the item potentially useful? Or will the item bring them lasting enjoyment? If you can't answer one of these questions, don't give a damn gift. These are important questions to ask. Trust me, initial lust for an item will be fleeting. But a gift that brings real meaning to a person's life and enriches it 
in some way is a gift worth giving. So let's bring it back around to that big word, intention. Why does intentional gift giving really matter? I think that people are giving in meaningless ways today. In our society, we are hectic, we're exhausted, and it's no wonder that decision fatigue is setting in even when it comes to gift giving. Because listen, it's just one more thing on our growing to-do list, right? But this isn't giving with intention. Care and thought needs to be given with every item. How will this benefit them? How will this enhance their life? How will this benefit Mama Earth? I can tell you right now that both Fred and Henry bring me immense joy. Their function aside, the pure joy that they bring me is enough to have them in my life. They're stupid, they're quirky, they're funny looking, and I freaking love them. And if you're curious about what they look like, you can look on my Instagram. I've posted before. I've probably posted several times about most of the stuff in my home. Everything has a name. But too often, people fill their houses and environments with meaningless stuff stuff, pure shit that brings them little enjoyment, crap that's bought on a whim, gifts given with thoughtless manic behavior, and this just creates a lackluster life. Excuse me for asking, but what the hell is the point of that? So this is what we're going to do. I think it's safe to say at this point, if you haven't picked up on it, I'm pretty pissed off about the way gift giving has become. And listen, if you do it with intention, there's no wrong or right way to give. Everyone's approach is going to be different, but giving from the heart matters. The most important thing to remember is to give with care because it deserves it. And it deserves to be embellished and enjoyed. So stop buying gifts from a wish list or being told what to buy. I hate that. That to me is careless and thoughtless. And I guarantee you it only proves to provide them with temporary joy. And that's fleeting. It's been proven that generosity of time and thought is far more rewarding than a thoughtless act of a monetary exchange. Think about your loved one and what they would truly love and enjoy. If they were in that bookstore or that mom and pop shop or an antique shop, what would they gravitate to? Think like they would. Because this, this, my friends, this is giving with care and will be far greater appreciated. You don't need to give 20 mindless things. That to me is overcompensating. That to me is insecurity because you've done it wrong. One small act of thoughtful generosity pays off in more ways than you'll ever know. Suffice it to say, when it comes to gift giving, we have completely ruined it as a culture. It has become more thoughtless behavior than a mindful act of kindness. Nowadays, everyone expects a gift just because it's a certain kind of day that bears occasion. What I find so interesting, though, is that over the years, if given the choice, most people would rather give than to receive. The joy of gift giving often eclipses the seeming benefit of being the receiver. Because when most of us give, it lights us up. 
it triggers our innate nature to be kind and loving. We feel good and this lifts our chi. Our true nature as human beings is to be kind and to seek joy and to really help one another and give back to one another in really big ways. Not buying for the sake of buying in a stupid mechanical way. Now more than ever, we need to put more value in the thought of gift giving rather than the expenditure. Luxury is not about cost, but it's how the item influences their mood. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would be doing a podcast on giving advice about gift giving. But I also didn't think I would include a how-to guide, but here we are. Because it's my hope to get you back to the basics of what it really means to give. So figure out what's the occasion. Why are you feeling that you need to buy them a gift? Do you know this person well? If so, really think about what makes them tick. If you don't, why are you buying them a gift? A small gesture of kindness from the heart is always a good idea, but it's not a necessity and should not be considered, especially if you don't know them well. When giving a gift, it's about the intention. So why are you giving the gift? What will it do for the recipient? And how will this benefit you and them? How to give a gift is simple. All you got to do is choose something your recipient will truly love. So put care into the gift and be able to answer why you think they would love it. Because trust me, when you're out and about and you're excited about the process and not depleted and drained and exhausted and feeling like it's one more thing to do on your to-do list, you're driving the wrong energy into it. You're literally giving them the gift that says, I'm tired and depleted and drained and hope you like it. Guess what? They're going to pick up on that energy. They're going to absorb that energy. Is that what you really want to give them? Once you're able to answer the question of why, you now have the perfect gift. Not only should you be given care into choosing the item, but joy and excitement should go into making it a delightful gift-giving experience. Because that's what it is. Oh, and this is, this is another great tip. Wrap the gift in paper or fabric or if you can repurpose something, great. But don't pay someone else to wrap it. I can't stand it when other people pay to have their gifts wrapped. That's the worst thing in the world. I don't care if you are the worst wrapper in the world. Gobs of tape and messy folds and it's crinkled paper. Hey, listen, that to me is charm. That to me shows effort. And to me, that elevates the experience into something so freaking fun and meaningful. This is how David wraps my presents. Are you kidding me? It would totally be lost on me if he went and got somebody else to wrap my presents. I love it when he puts his laughter and joy and ridiculous nonsense into wrapping my presents. They're crinkled and sometimes the paper's inside out and he doesn't even know that it's inside out. But that is the charm of him putting the effort into wrapping them. And I know that he's giggling the whole way through 
And I love that. I receive that. I accept that. Because I know that when he is wrapping it, he is excited. He's excited because he has found the perfect gift. And this elevates the entire experience for both of us. I know that he has wrapped it with passion and love. The adventure, the journey, the love and light is forever instilled into that gift. The essence of that energy is palpable. This, my friends, this is how you give a gift. I think as a culture, we have become so accustomed to mindlessly going to the mall or hopping on Amazon that we forget we should take the receiver into consideration and not just buying for the sake of buying because it's quote unquote an occasion. Learn to find inspiration everywhere you go. Shopping is in an intentional way. That means that you're staying mindful at every turn. So that could be that in the middle of July, you find something for your good friend's birthday in November. But in order to know that, you have to slow down, be present, and really think about what the hell you're doing. So here are a few of my favorite things to consider when giving a thoughtful and gracious gift. Baked goods, handmade cards, homemade crafts, poems, beautiful framed quotes, old-fashioned board games, vintage decanters, antique linens, homemade cleaners, handmade jewelry, custom handmade clothing, wellness of any kind like acupuncture, massages, yoga, books, mismatched china, vintage furniture, antiques of any kind, vintage textiles, handmade textiles, handmade cutting boards, plants, even herbs would be great, unique art, handmade toiletries, and the list goes on. Get creative and give with intention. I think it's also important to mention that it's not always appropriate to give. In our hyper-materialistic culture, giving a gift for the sake of giving, well, it's stupid, but it's not intentional. If you do not know the person, it is likely impossible to give a thoughtful gift. If you want to give out of kindness because of a kind gesture they did for you, small tokens that are universal like a bottle of wine or a handmade card or maybe one of those inspirational quotes could certainly work. But it's not appropriate, however, to mindlessly run to the mall and haphazardly grab something. Nor is it appropriate to make financial sacrifices to endorse another based on moral beliefs. For example, kids will often go out and buy their empty nester parents who are completely financially secure, and the kids will buy more crap they already have or don't need with money that they don't have to buy it with. This is not appropriate. Both are portraying thoughtless consumption at the buyer's expense. This is not splurging responsibly. In other words, falling further into financial debt just to withstand the moral code because you're scared to death to show up empty-handed Again, stupid. Being financially secure is a far greater win. So focus on keeping your money and give away hugs, give away experience. You'll make it through, I promise. 
And I promise you, your parents will not care because all they want to do is see you and hang out with you and have a conversation with you because you're likely always on your damn technology. Okay. Now, this would not be a complete podcast if I did not include my own rant on how to receive a gift. Our culture is so self-absorbed that in an effort to just keep moving forward, we often miss the freaking point. Listen, receiving a gift requires great, great responsibility. If the gift giver has done it correctly, and listen to the rules above, much time and effort has been placed in finding you the perfect gift. Being thoughtful about someone should not be taken lightly. Great energy has been expended to guarantee that they got it right for you. This was not merely a means to an end to carelessly throw something your way. This item has joy, effort, and love attached. That's some pretty damn good energy in an otherwise negative world. Whether the item is something you freaking love or, hey, it may have been a swing and a miss. Do not devalue what went into that gift. Be kind. Oh my God, please be kind. Be mindful and show that person reverence for their efforts. Thank them, not only in person, but take the time to send them a handwritten, not an email, a handwritten note. The art of thankful behavior. Oh my God, that could be a whole nother podcast. I really feel that thankful behavior has become a lost art too. So show kindness to those who have been kind to you. And hey, I'm not going to summarize because I want you to go back and I want you to listen to this podcast again and again. This message is important. To give is to be human. We were not put on this earth to hyper-consume and be self-absorbed or try to be Kim Kardashian. We're here to exchange joyous, loving energy with one another, and that is there to support us on our journey. To the Chinese, there are five things that shape our lives. Destiny, luck, feng shui, education, and karma. Nowhere in that theory does it profess greater enlightenment through being a selfish, egotistic, or self-absorbed asshole. We are here to grow as spiritual beings and to further ourselves towards enlightenment. And hey, you can only achieve that through kindness and helping others. Helping and giving to others is one of the greatest gifts you can give to someone and to yourself. And the best part is it shifts your karma. It changes you on an internal level. And holy shit, it just feels darn good to do it. Be kind. If given a choice to give or receive, almost everyone chooses to give. But the joy of gift giving shrouds the joy of receiving. It is innate. It is innate to feel whole. And I believe that giving resonates at a soul level. When we give with purpose, whether it's a gift that is tangible, a handmade good, maybe it's your time. Learn to be selfless and grow through the art of giving intentionally. With that, I'll close with another quote by Jim Carrey. 
There are only two choices, love or fear. Always choose love. And don't ever allow fear to turn you against your heart because it always knows the way. All right, everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I sure did. And if I changed the mind of even one of my lovely listeners, I've done my job. But if you do like it, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Maybe leave us a note. Let us know how we're doing. We've gotten so many great messages back and emails and we love them. So keep them coming. And if you want more, be sure to head on over to the website, gatesinteriordesign.com. There you'll find all things design that's energy aligned. And hey, folks, trust the vibe because the energy never lies. Happy holidays. Thank you.